Hello, welcome to Coolio's Crab House, the only crab house where you can grab your crab in under five minutes, and as always, with ketchup, may I take your order? Uh, yeah, uh, can I have a, um, uh, uh, can I have a minute to look at the menu? Sure, let me know when you're ready. Hey there, folks. This is Cody. This is Cole. And we're here to talk at you. Yeah, we're going to talk at you. You might be listening. And you're going to listen. You're going to listen. Sit down. No. If you want to. Don't touch that dial. Because there's not one there. There isn't. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't even try. Most likely. I'm assuming you're on an iPhone or on your computer. Mm -hmm. Well, the only only way I can think of if there's a dial is if you're listening to it on your iPhone and you have that plugged into the little cassette player that goes into your truck, and your truck still has dials. Counterpoint. And then you can dial the volume. What if it is a old style iPod with the you gotta circle your thumb around? Oh, that the, technically is a dial, that's isn't it? Kind of a dial, yeah. It's a. You're right. Okay, whoever's listening out there with an iPod Classic, props to you. Yeah, it, you really kept that thing going. Yes. You're probably a hipster. No offense. I mean, at this point, like. We love you though. <laughs> you can like you take off the earbuds and like dust comes out. But <laughs> you might as well just turn that thing into a really ancient cool looking uh usb it belongs just, just turn it to a usb in a museum in a museum yeah. um, all right yeah hey <laughs> I, th- that's a thing isn't it yeah so we have a handful of topics that we've kind of been workshopped and we're going to suddenly decide on one right now what are we talking about today speaking of sort of hipstery stuff mm-hmm. let's talk about craft soda what's up with that like we have all these little places that do craft beer all over the world Right. Yeah. Everybody has their own little local brew that's down the road, or at least in the next town over, or something. Especially in North Carolina, I think that's like the capital for local brews. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that do local brews in their garage. Like they're like, "Oh, I brew my own beer." Yeah, and nobody really bats too much of an eye about it. It's like, okay, cool. That's like a that's like a thing to do, right? Yeah. But nobody makes craft soda. I haven't met anybody mm-hmm. that makes craft soda. Have you? <laughs> uh, personally, no, I have not. Uh, unless you count well. It wouldn't really count too much, but uh, when you go and you mix all the sodas at a at a um, soda fountain, I don't think that really counts as a craft soda. Just more of a bastardization <laughs> of a current already form of media. But in middle school, I believe that was called a soda fountain suicide. <laughs> ah, yes. It of course it had a clever name. I, well, clever air quote uh, name. Yeah. So the only thing I could think of when the word craft soda appear in my head is like Jones. So- jones cola or jones soda or something like that like a cream based soda that just isn't in super wide production um or like the sparkling water the lacroix if you will uh, or like yeah the whatever and even those are still distributed through uh walmart right yeah there's still so it's not like they're really local local exactly they're hardly local in the least bit there's not much craft, I guess, behind it um, in a traditional sense or a sense in which the way we're describing it. But the question in which we are pondering mm-hmm. is why don't people do craft soda? Because craft beer, yeah, it's cool. I like to try local beers and stuff. 
but if someone told me that soda tastes better than beer, I couldn't argue with them. I'd be like, yeah, Coke does taste better than a beer 99.9% of the time. I will agree with that. Yeah, I don't drink beer, and I don't really do it. It's kind of like folks who you hear like, oh, I don't have a TV, and like half the time when I hear that, I'm like, you don't have a TV only this so that you can say the phrase, I don't have a TV. Just to like, I don't have a TV. Do you not? God, what a poser. Uh, um, no. Well, I was thinking, technically we have a TV back at the house, but I don't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, in Raleigh, we do have a TV, but that's like a, I didn't bring it. Does that count? Is that my TV? I, you know what? I haven't came up with an arbitrary rule system about it. You don't so. need a TV anymore. You got computers. You can watch Netflix or whatever. Yeah, well, either way, like, it's still like. Get back to the craft <laughs> soda. <laughs> <laughs> you, you forced me to go away from it. No, uh, but it's kind of <laughs> like the whole, um. I don't drink beer. It doesn't make me feel very well. So I'm kind of in the same boat and just like, yeah, I, I would actually, if somebody was like, okay, beer or a Coke, you've just worked a long, hard day at the shift. I don't know. And, you know, you got to unwind. What do you grab first? Do you get that Miller High Life, the champagne of beers? <laughs> Or do you grab a Coke and, like, I respect myself, so I get a Coke. And then also at the same time, like, I just don't like beer. I'm not going to do it. I guess there's, like, the air of not really mystery, but people like to try new things. I say that as a person who doesn't often try new things. There's something in our heads that likes to be surprised about stuff, and I think that kind of goes into it. And then also there is much more of a culture around beer and alcohol and spirits in general that is much more, I'm not going to say accepted, because soda is pretty widely accepted at this point as well. But you know what I mean? Like I can see it from an uh, almost like a, an age-old aspect. Like, we've been brewing alcoholic beverages since the beginning of time, mm-hmm. right? As soon as we figured out that it does that. Soda's pretty new. That's like probably like 17, 1800s. Uh, People were like, if I want to survive, I'll drink water. If I want something with a little bit of taste, I'll drink some sort of alcoholic beverage. You know, normally I don't encourage doing research during a show. I kind of like the pleasure of being wrong. But I'm. <laughs> you do some research. I'll blab. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and flap off about it. I'm, I'm actually going to look because I'm pretty certain it's 20th century, if not like 1890s. Well, I mean, John Pemberton. Mm-hmm. Look up when he did Coke. I'm pretty sure it was like not long after the Civil War. Okay, yeah, because technically. I, I played John Pemberton in the Civil War Wax Museum, okay? I think I know my stuff. But let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, yeah, way. Um... What time was it? 1868 or something? You're sort of close. So from looking at just a little bit of timeline of soft drink history, theinventors.org, I can't really say how strong of a source this is. It's been researched for days. Trust us. Yeah, we've put a lot of work into this. Uh, If we count root beer, which I think we should. That's pretty old. That's probably 1700s, right? Yeah. So, so far it's like 1850, a manual hand and foot operated filling and corking device first used to bottle soda water, which also existed. Soda water, I guess, is technically a soda. (laughs) 1876, root beer mass-produced for public sale. 1885, Charles Adderton invented Dr. Pepper in Waco, Texas. In 1886, Dr. John S. Pemberton invented Coca-Cola in Atlanta, Georgia. Now I'm actually going to the Wikipedia page, and we're actually going to look at the real... Because to me, like root beer was probably going to exist. I don't know exactly how pressurized it was or how bubbly it was just due to containers. Yeah, could, I could see it getting kind of vague back then. It's like, oh, what is a soda versus some weirdly flavored drink in the olden days, right? Let's see. Depending on like how we 
describe... What is defined as a soda? Does that have to have carbonation? Actually, it does break it up into... So a soft drink <laughs> uh, is different than a carbonated drink in that, like, because not all soft drinks... Soft drink is just anything that isn't hard, like liquor. Okay. So, like, we're talking, like, fruit flavor, and I guess not tea either doesn't count because it's, like, the origins of soft drinks lie in the development of fruit-flavored drinks. So in the middle uh, medieval Middle East, there was uh, Sharbat, uh, which was... I've heard of this. It, it's basically... It's like a fruit-flavored soft drink that is flavored with sugar syrup and honey and, you know, stuff like that. And then syrup is also derived from Arabic roots. And, like, an early top type of soft drink was lemonade. So there you go. Didn't have carbonated water, of course. So those are definitely soft drinks. Mm-hmm. So sodas, but but sodas like root beer and stuff, we'll say late 1800s. In 1767, Englishman Joseph Priestley first discovered a method of infusing water with carbon dioxide to make carbonated water. So it might be a little bit older than I All thought right. it was. Man, I was really spot on with that guesstimate. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Oh, also, this is something I should bring up. It's not totally related, but there is a wild cultural thing that I had heard that, okay, what's lemonade? Real quick, tell me what lemonade is. Uh, lemon juice, water, and sugar. Is it carbonated? I wouldn't say so. Cool. Apparently, in other countries and or continents and, like, as far as, like, Europe is concerned, just from a blanket statement, I'm going to say that as a safety net, Sprite. Sprite is lemonade. It's a lemon-lime drink, <laughs> and it's carbonated. And Well, I could see that because they call what they use as water, drinking water, but it's carbonated. Yeah. I'd be like, that is sparkling water. Yeah, sparkling water, definitely. Because it, it was a post going around on Tumblr, and it was literally like a, I don't know why folks, like an American ordered a, a lemonade and like complained about it at McDonald's or something like that. When like, she's the idiot. She ordered the lemonade knowing good and well what it was. And it's like, no, that's not what lemonade is. How did you think people, like, lemonade stands existed as a cultural concept? You didn't think that people, like, kids were sitting there, like, like, with, like, a a carbonation station right there? No. (laughs) Like, they're just squeezing lemons into a vat of water and sugar. Yeah, so that's something I had read about a while back. Just Those kids were still doing it wrong. The, the smart kids were over there with a Kool-Aid lemonade pouch, right? <laughs> Cheaper, tastes better. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know about tastes better, but no, Kool-Aid lemonade is easily one of my top consumed flavors. I mixed a batch not too long ago the other day, a, you know, good hearty, uh, what, a gallon of it or so? Maybe two gallons, just depending on the size of our pitcher, I can't recall. And I already killed half of it in, like, the first evening of me making it. I, I just got to get that sugar water, you know? I'm like a hummingbird. <laughs> so, yeah, like, soft drinks are a little bit older than I had previously considered. I'm a little glad we did research as opposed to just sitting here. <laughs> Even though that segment quickly turned into, here's the show where Cole goes. Here's what Wikipedia recites. <laughs> Listen to me read the internet to you. But I was severely thought that, like, Pemberton did this in, like, ah, 1920 or something like that, you know? Just, uh... Wow. You know, like, yeah, just didn't think about it too much because it felt like a modern invention. Either way, it is still a lot more modern than brewing. Alcoholic beverages. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So I think there's almost, like, that old age, like, sense of pride of, like, oh, man, I'm making something archaic, you know? Mm -hmm. People were doing woodworking with their hands or, or metalworking, like, forging it by hand. There's something archaic and prideful there that most people do not have the dedication time or focus to do right now with that being said though i also think that a drawback to craft soda is that 
I have a feeling it's a little bit more difficult to make craft soda. Like, if you were literally making it from scratch, I'm not talking about they buy the machine, they put in the little flavor packet, and then you whoosh, yeah. Oh, it's carbonated. No, I'm talking about you, you do it from scratch, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how exactly you do that either. I don't think the process is as cut and clean as alcohol. And I think the beer making has some advantages in that if you make a beer that has around 5% alcohol and it tastes comparable to Bud Light, i.e., Calpis, um, <laughs> you have succeeded, right? Yeah. And it's not hard because the alcohol content, you know, it's basically the uh, the fermentation process with the bacteria, the yeast, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could easily mess it up, but like go, like, you don't have to make it taste that good. You know what I mean? But soda, you're competing with Coke. It's like you need a taste comparable to Coke. Yeah, and that's also a thing in, in that, like, a lot of folks, I, I had been reading, like, recipes for like making mead and stuff like that and it's kind of it's not inherently a fire and forget type concept in which i just put the honey and the water and then like the the agent to whatever get it to work and then i just left it in a closet for a while it's a little bit more complex than that but it's at the same time it's also at the same time not you just you make it but see soft drink there is not much of a goal or or rather um here you might have done this Mom, if you're listening, don't listen to this next part. You bought cheap liquor before, right? Like you just went to a liquor store Everybody and you does. just buy really cheap liquor point. because like either you're dumb and you didn't know that like maybe spending, I don't know, a whole dollar more. Sometimes it's like buying quality is better. Also, you're also younger and you can bounce back from bad liquor easier or whatever, but for the most part, you don't care because you're buying this for a reason and it's not and half the time you're mixing that with something else soft drinks yeah to make it Whoa. taste better <laughs> make your own Ooh. liquor make your own soda you are having a very labor intensive oh, night full of bevies oh man that is <laughs> i can't imagine that level of work but you know you can still have bad alcohol and it still be considered successful. Look at intergeneric name of bad alcohol here. I could keep, I can keep throwing these cheap punches to like Michelob Ultra or Smirnoff or whatever. But to be honest, you know, it's easy to punch up sometimes. But <laughs> sometimes I just feel bad for the brands I make fun of. But you know, it's just one of those like there was actually <laughs> a while back. Um, I'm gonna change his name just in case that a, a good friend of mine, you know him, you love him. His name. John Stamos. <laughs> My good friend, John Stamos. We used to just get together after class and play video games like couch co-op. And it was a lot of fun because for the most part, we didn't have class in the mornings, So we would usually spend that time also partaking in a little bit of alcohol. And it didn't matter. We were of age and that was okay. And we would sit there and at one point he was like, hey, I'm going to go pick up some of the drink. Is there anything you are feeling? And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's been a little while since we've had a brown liquor go get like some whiskey or something i don't know we didn't care too much about what we were drinking which is going to be very evident in this next bit where like the guy he he was just like what are you looking for i'm gonna give him like this bartender like welcome these are my wares type voice basically he was looking at like you know jack daniels whatever and i only have this amount of dollar but that doesn't get me a lot of jack daniels when you know like sad face type situation and the guy was like, well, I do have this other kind of whiskey. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got this other kind of whiskey that, uh, that, I, that you can buy. And it was like <laughs> twice the size. It was in a plastic container. And it was cheaper. So naturally, 
we went with that option. And I got to tell you, that was probably some of the worst <laughs> liquor that I've ever had, or rather that worst liquor that ever smelled in that it was just, uh, we called it butt whiskey because it smelled like butt. And obviously we're very creative with our naming conventions. It tasted okay enough to be consumed. We preferred it mixed, but at the same time, it, we were choking it down because at this point we had bought a, what was very likely like a sizable handle of the stuff and we didn't have to buy any more for the rest of that semester because we were just kind of doing that when you buy... You did the Costco route. You took the Costco route and now it doesn't matter how tired you are of that thing, you've got to finish it. And that's kind of where I'm at with some of these Pop-Tarts that we've been buying. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, yikes, I got to finish these. Yeah, so like we did that and it's like, again... It did its job. So soda, I think, has a much harsher judging scale because of the fact that, like, people drink the soda and then go, okay, now what? Counterpoint, I just thought of something that might be considered a craft soda. What about them heart sodas? I mean, they're not really craft because they're sold in... Not your old man's root beer Not your old man's root beer. Like, I think there's a resurgence of trying to get sodas... Like, it's already cherry cola flavored. It's already got booze in it. Whoa, you know, like... No, I think the Not Your Old Man Soda brand is just trying to get those people who only drink apple cider and getting them a little bit closer to beer and not feeling as bad when they bring drinks to a party or something. One, don't call me out like that. Two, (laughs) uh, excuse you, I would consider cider much more reminiscent to classic and real alcohol than any of these hard sodas. They are awful, dude. I keep falling for them because I'm like, hey, I like Cherry Coke. Let's... Man, that brand is really good. He's got a twirly mustache. Yeah, this guy's got a... This trustworthy man with his top hat and twirly mustache. This looks like a man I could trust my money with. And then I am wrong every time. That's always so bad that I can't get past the sugar content. And I'm just... And then it gives you a bad hangover because you've consumed a lot of sugar in the meantime. And that's never good for a night of drinking. Like I said, I think... I think it's just garage crafts. It's a lot easier to compete when the bar is set low for taste and all you have to do is get alcohol content because you're not expecting much with a beer. Mm. But with soda, if I made a 24-bottle thing of soda and I was like, man, this tastes all right, but I could have just bought some Cokes. (laughs) Yeah, like you have to be... Versus the beer, it's like, man, this tastes all right, but I made it and it tastes just as all right as Bud Light, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I did the job I was going for was I had a bag of wheat for some reason, and I decided that I'd rather not eat it and to drink it instead. Mission accomplished. Yeah, but at the same time, while I think a craft soda would be cooler and more intensive, and I don't know, I, I just think it'd be more difficult. Somebody was having, like, a house party or something, they're like, oh, I have these craft beers, you want to try one? I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, that'd be cool. And then if that same person was like, oh, I have a craft soda. Do you want to try it? I mean, like, I'd still be like, yeah, sure, I'll try it. But in the back of my mind, I'd be like, man, this guy's weird. Yeah, I (laughs) would have the same reaction to somebody handing me a mixtape of music that they've made themselves. Yeah. Or somebody telling me, oh, hey, you should go check out this podcast I do with my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Me and my brother do a podcast. A podcast like actually no i did literally used to have that reaction and here we are the shoe is now on the other foot and the shoe kind of smells bad so whoops so no i would have a very similar reaction and just like if it was somebody that i don't trust or not really trust but like don't know well like as the blank guy for instance like i do have some friends that like if they handed me a cd with their stuff on it i'd be like oh hell yeah you know like 
there are people I trust with music. So like I, I trust that to be a good decision as opposed to people who like maybe I'm I don't have a soda guy in my life though. Shane, you don't have a soda guy? <laughs> no. Huh. You need to get that. Like we have a community <laughs> soda guy. We pay him kind of like the trash pickup man. He just comes by and leaves like a six pack of I don't know. I'm done with this metaphor. Um, <laughs> see, you don't have to finish jokes. You can just ditch them. <laughs> of Dr. Scholl's root beer. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? No. It very accurately represents the taste. taste like <laughs> feet and Foot. or foam inserts. One of the two. Not great. I think they're gel. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because you're gelling with Dr. Scholl's. Anyway, I think... So what's this podcast like with your brother? We open this case study. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We make dumb branding jokes. I think we opened this case study on craft beer versus craft soda, and I think we've discovered it. I think we've went over all the details that determine why people do craft beer versus craft soda. I mean, I think we figured it out. We cracked the case. Actually, you know what? I think I have an idea on how to answer your challenge from last week. I might try... Oh, you might want to rebrief. Okay, yeah, so the challenge was that we talked briefly last week about the power that you get when you know how to make your own food because then no one can tell you no. <laughs> so, like, we, we talked briefly about, like, what is our favorite foods, and then Cody decided to challenge me on, for some reason, he d- didn't think that french fries were my favorite food, even though that being the most clearly, blatantly obvious thing ever to occur in my life, and, like, I clearly know how to make them. But it's one of those things that, like, he also was like, hey, learn how to make your favorite dish. Why don't you but make something more sustainable. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, it's not exactly a dinner. I was struggling to come up with something that like I didn't already know how to make that I was also willing to learn and put in the effort to do, which, I mean, yes, I literally just get got done saying, like, I'll do your challenge, but I literally didn't want to do the work for it. So I'm I'm going to stand in that truth for a hot second and just go like, I'm not going to go buy crab legs just for the off chance that I'm going to mess them up. I fear failure. I'm a millennial, but it's like <laughs> I'm more than willing. That's the one time I'll punch towards millennials. I love them so much because I am one. But I might try, since all, not all soft drinks have to be carbonated, I might be willing to try to just have a home brew and just try to make my own soft drink mix with honey and sugar i guess it sounds so easy from the wikipedia page so at the worst case scenario i'll make toilet wine and then i'll still be pretty happy with it you should try that and maybe you can carbonate by just dropping dry ice in oh it. I'm not sure. hey put it in a plastic bottle and drop some dry ice and carbonate it and then i was gonna say do it in a glass <laughs> mm. i don't know if that would carbonate it or not give it a whirl let us know next week <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to buy some <laughs> If you can ice. find it. So I wrote that down, so I'll never forget it. Okay, so the real answer, what I feel like it is, I, I, we did some research earlier. I'm just going to go off. I think there's more of a culture around beer than there is around soda. Yes, we do have the share of Coke with, you know, whoever, but when it comes down to it, I think there is more of a, um, I, I want to chalk it up to, like, machismo. I want to talk it to craft, as we were talking, like, it's more rewarding to consume something you made yourself. And I think when it comes down to it, people are more interested, or folks that have noticed, seem to be more interested in trying a new beer than they are in trying a new soda because there's soda's kind of been around for ages and even though beer has two eh, at the very least if you don't like the beer you can you can still get the job done as far as i'm concerned and again big beer and big soda are equal competitors in in size and influence but i think when it comes down to it for some reason beer is kind of the everyman's drink and soda is still kind of like a dessert drink, sort of, or it should be considered that, at least with as much sugar as is in it. But still, that's kind of, I think it's a cultural sense that 
we reward people who make their own beers, sort of, or or wines, I guess, versus like yeah. soda. Like it's completely unheard of. Uh, if somebody starts doing it and then proves us wrong, cool. Actually, <laughs> if you've made your own soda, please let us know in the comments down below. Whatever, like we we'll could, try it. Yeah, like uh, if you send it to us. Why not? I guess. Um, if you made your craft beer, you can feel free to send that to us too. You know, if you've made anything, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but a PO box. We'll limit it to craft beer and craft soda for now. Excuse me. I think I'm ready to order now. Finally. What would you like, sir? Uh, uh real quick. Um, how many come on the uh, five-piece crispy crab cakes? That would be five, sir. Oh, uh, righteous, right. Uh, can I get the five-piece crispy crab cakes? Yes, sir. And would you like to make that a meal? Oh, uh, righteous. Uh, yeah. And what would you like to drink with that? Uh, do you have any craft sodas here? No, sir. We have Coke products. Ugh, so mainstream. Can you do, like, three-fourths Coke, one-fourths Sprite, and a little bit of high C on top? Oh, wait, specifically? Purple. <sighs> sure, I can do that for you, sir. That'll be seven fifty-nine, or for a dollar more, you can try our Cajun crispy crab meat. Uh, no thanks. That'll be all. So, we were also interested about talking about restaurants. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of restaurants are moving in a direction that requires, doesn't require, but encourages the use of an app. Or rather, actually, I think to be more succinct in where it doesn't uh, exclude those that don't have an app, uh, restaurants are starting to move in a position of, I guess, in the world of more immediate customer service feedback, restaurants are moving to innovate in the way that they do their, for instance, how Chick-fil-A would essentially just hand you, like, do the survey, please, we'll give you a sandwich. Please do the survey, please, 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 please. please. McDonald's still does that. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, I think even Captain D's is doing it at this point. They just give you a PB&J. But, uh, like, it's <laughs> they, they had the chef just whip it up. But, yeah, like, there's this level of, and, and this includes apps. So some restaurants are moving towards, like, namely Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, and then a handful of others. They're doing apps where, you know, you could just walk up. You don't have to talk to hardly anybody and get your drink and go or get your food and go, whatever. You're go getting something and then leaving, ideally, soon afterwards. And Yeah, I and I think it's also moving towards, like, this is kind of a little bleak, I guess, but they're moving in a direction to where they can replace their workers. You know, if you can just order through the app, that can send it straight back to the cooks at some point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Or you can send it straight back to the baristas. We don't even need someone taking orders. <gasps> man, you went real dystopian <laughs> with that one. Oh, man. You're trying to get me out of a job. No, um, so <laughs> no, but I mean, it is trying to do that. Like, uh, if you've been to some of the, uh, not Walmarts, McDonald's recently, they now have your own little uh, order yourself stand thing where you basically just punch in whatever you want. And yeah, you skip the cashier. God forbid we pay anybody a living wage. Like, <laughs> and again, if you hear this, if you hear the argument of anybody that they should be paid more, and your argument is like, well, so and so should be paid more too. The answer is yes. Like, I think this is just naturally a case of technology slowly taking over a sector of a job, but there will be a new sector created. Mm -hmm. I'm really um, glad that my job is it's inevitable. Paper system analyst is safe. Also, <laughs> I'm the guy that people ask, like, hey, uh, when did soda come out? And then I personally sit there and think about it. 
and then I report to you later what my findings are. See, um, robots can never replace podcasts. They just don't have that personality. No, they don't Ding. got it. <laughs> yeah, personality, sure. Okay, so something, the actual, like, not to, I guess, min-max this, but, like, something that just did occur to me, something that the consumer doesn't really notice unless you're kind of into thing is that people are always yelled at for drive through times, and that, like, if you just sit there and go, like, uh, like, like, can I get a, uh, cheese burger? I'm definitely like, the guy that's like, if I, if I pull up somewhere, I'll just be like, uh, yeah, can you just give me a second? Yeah, and like, most of the time, I am more than glad to give people a second, because obviously I want you to make an educated decision. How about decision. 10 minutes? No, <laughs> we would get so cheap, because like, ideally, the response to that is like, well, if they, you're supposed to let folks know if Drive they have a question. <laughs> well, not that. Leave. Um, but uh, you're supposed to, like, if there's any questions, I can help you out. And then start suggesting things. Because for some reason, somebody up top is much more concerned with drive through times than they are with success rates or anything like that. Or rather, I have a quickie question right here. What's that? If someone says, like, oh, yeah, just give me a minute. Do you keep your headphone on? Like, can you still hear them? Yeah, 100% I can hear them. Oh, man, I talk so much trash after I do that because I assume they turn it off. Nope, we can hear it as soon as their mic is not, or at least with ours, the mic is <laughs> on as long as there is a car right in front of that thing. So we can hear what y'all are saying, let me tell you. Yeah, as soon as I do that, I'm like, those jerks trying to rush me. No, not really. <laughs> like, oh, look at this guy. Now the, the See, no- now we're giving you free information. Don't talk trash about them. Yeah. Even though you think they're not listening. They're totally going to spit in your burger or coffee or whatever you're ordering. Yeah, or your burger coffee. I would. Uh, or coffee burger. The thing to me is, like, I think these apps are actually coming around as a result of, do you know, like, I don't know why, but, like, in the past year, I feel like Chick-fil-A has just blown up and every time i go it is like abysmally crowded like it's i think it's one of the fastest growing chains it, right now it's fast food chains i'll literally go and like oh not but today it's not very common in new jersey nope well here's be the change you wish to see in the world start i one. can't build chick-fil-a's <laughs> just start like, i'll just be a chick-fil-a just, people will come up to me and be like can i get a chicken sandwich i'm like yes how, how do you think true kathy got started he just started <laughs> being chick-fil-a you think he waited around for someone to tell him to be a chick-fil-a no. Um, or maybe he just overheard people going like, God, what would I give for a piece of bread with some chicken on it? And he's like, some I have. And pickles and some I have an idea. fries fried and peanut oil. God dang. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't appreciate saying the Lord's name in vain like that, but I will give you said chicken sandwich, my <laughs> fine patron. I, I, am I true at Kathy or am I uh, Colonel Sanders? Because I'm starting to think, uh, or Harlan Sanders rather. Maybe they're one and the same. It's oh. just rebranding. <laughs> Did you know that? Okay, fun fact. I don't know if you heard of it. Colonel Sanders. No, like, Chick-fil-A is way better though. <laughs> it is. Colonel Sanders actually like went to go bust a cap in like folks because in his earlier like versions of kfc like people kept screwing around with his advertising and and literally he was like well there's one way to solve this and like gun strapped like and had to no way 100 look it up harlan sanders is a crazy son of a gun and he is like when this podcast is posted you need to put a link to that i want to read it (laughs) like i will oh i will retract my statement i will put in an edited bit if i wind up being wrong but i have been reading a lot and just that they're coming up Hunter S. Thompson used to get in gunfights with, like, his neighbors because, like, cows encroaching on his property. Folks are wild sometimes. Like, he's literally <laughs> sitting out there with an artillery Luger, dude, just, like, 
<laughs> it, there's a video. Like, he was being record, like interviewed. You're talking by about some, the Colonel Sanders. Well, the Colonel Sanders. Uh, yes, the Colonel Sanders. But in this specific context, I'm talking about like Hunter S. Thompson, the author Hunter S. Thompson. Like there, he was being recorded for an interview, and in the middle of it, he was like, "That damn neighbor again!" And literally, like artillery Luger, and is shooting across the field, like, "Take this!" Like, and it is a wild video. Uh, he does not get hit. I don't think he hits anybody either. But still, this is like upstate New York in like the 70s, I think. Like wild, wild video to watch. That being said, no, uh, Harlan Sanders is a crazy son of a gun. I think that was the point of that point. But um, or that's where I was getting with that. Speaking of apps, though. But they they started blowing up, and like they're so daggum busy that inevitably their drive-through times had to get miserable. So I'm thinking like the app might be kind of self-serving, in that you know. Well, if you can skip the, this, the fast pass. We got a fast pass to Chick Fil A, and it's the. Do, app. Wait, do you use the Chick Fil A one app? I use none of the apps, not even Starbucks. Right. Mm. Speaking from a point of view of someone who does avidly try and use the apps because they they reward you, you know. I've been using the Chick Fil A one app since it came out. Oh, I'm one of the loyal. He was there with the alpha. <laughs> anyway, and when it first came out, it was really good because every three times he used it, you got something for free because they were really trying to boost the app, right? Mm. And you still get stuff for free, but now it's like one out of every 10 or 15 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's really cool. One, I'm sure it helps on the analytics. They can see a lot easier, like, individuals, what does this guy like? Because mm. they used to offer me all kinds of treats. It's like, oh, do you want a fruit cup? I'm like, Pfft, I don't want a fruit cup. I want fries. <laughs> or... Or a sandwich, or something better. Something but now, better. as is learning from me, it's like, oh, okay, Cody, do you want the egg white grill? That's a healthy option. Or do you want fries again? <laughs> Have you learned nothing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I do like the egg white grill, so it's good that they suggest that. But oh. uh, it does make it a lot easier. What I'll do is, even if I'm not sure I'm going to Chick-fil-A, right? If I end up going to Chick-fil-A, I'll park in the parking lot, I'll order on the app, I'll walk in, wait at the little app pickup thing, and most likely... There's actually been times where I've walked in, I was about to get in line, and it was a long line. I'm like, Psh, I'm going to order on the app. And mm-hmm. I ordered on the app, waited over there, and got my food way before I would have. <laughs> so I, I, kind of skipping the line. It's kind of a jerk move, but I'm like, well, y'all should have downloaded the app. We all could have done this. I mean, you would have been in the same position. <laughs> you're essentially metagaming, and, like... I'm doing it right. <laughs> yeah, like, we only have so much time on this earth, and only a set amount of it is going to be waiting in line at Chick-fil-A. Because Lord knows everybody's decided to do it on this day as well. Um, Not on Sunday though. No, no, yeah, weird. Lines are really short at Chick Fil A on Sunday. Line. <laughs> no, but it's uh, you should definitely use Funny the apps. Joke. <laughs> it depends how you use the apps though. If if you're using apps just to use them, then get free stuff. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the way to do it. You just go like you normally would, and you just happen to use the apps when you remember, and you just get free stuff every once in a while. It's a win-win. Yeah, like that's kind of the case. Like uh, Caitlin is an avid. A fan of Starbucks, as I am an avid fan of Zaxby's. Both of these locations have apps. I do not have the app. Caitlin, she's she's pretty much she's like you know. I know that it only gives you stuff occasionally or whatever. Like it doesn't make any sense to go a hundred percent out of your way. But to it's get better stuff. than nothing. But like if you go all the time already, then you might. It's like having a store card, like a Kroger card or anything yeah. like that. If you if, any kind of loyalty card or whatever. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, then you I might as well get stuff in return. Like with that being said, I do turn down loyalty cards sometimes. Like if I don't go there that often. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, that's it's part of the fun of being the customer. Is you know 
crushing people's souls, telling them no about the uh, no. I, I. But it's pretty convenient too, because I'm assuming you go to that restaurant a lot. Mm. You're likely gonna get gift cards there every once in a while. And if you're like me, I either forget I have the gift cards or I lose them. But it's, it's like the Burger King. I know King if I get a Chick Fil A. Oh, what? Do you remember the Burger King Kids Club? They would send you coupons in the mail. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. I mean, yeah, that was like that was both of us were way too young to have tried to do that on our own. Remember, kids, you need to get a parent's permission to get online to sign up for the <laughs> like. So you know, it's one of those. Maybe this has been a thing all along, and we're just seeing so. the next form of it. Oh well, I guess so. Like the more things change, they've the had more loyalty stuff. Same. Yeah. Like, as soon as Macy's invented, like, the, the customer card and, like, lines of credit, like, I think we pretty much had that in the bag. Oh, no. Does this mean Chick-fil-A is going to start, like, overinflating their prices and then always having discounts like JCPenney and Belks? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's They're going to be like, do. today only, the chicken sandwich is 50% off and it's $5. I mean, real yeah, quick, real quick. Hey, Starbucks, <laughs> stop listening real quick. That's what Starbucks does. Um, <laughs> especially with something we've been doing a lot lately, I am also not sure how much I could talk about it, but everybody knows about the, the happy hour thing that we do. So I feel like this is free information that like, if you're part of like the gold member team or whatever, you get a coat, like we are doing a happy hour thing on like certain Thursdays or Fridays or they've been kind of changing up on us. So we don't even know what day a week is going to be on half the time. Someone could just come up there and be like this happy hour, right? And be like, Oh, Oh yeah. Well, we have a little bit more than that, but like, it, I mean, <laughs> you might as well. Like, you know what? Go ahead and try it. It might work. I don't know. Uh, but our Starbucks <laughs> free tends to, coupon code here. <laughs> like, just go say it's happy hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is go to uh, what is it? Starbucks.com/slash catch up with crab legs, and you'll get your coupon code. Uh, hashtag not a real hashtag <laughs> not an ad. It's one of those. Even if you're not part of the gold team, if you buy the right thing, we'll give you the thing it was cheaper to get a grande or a venti or grande size frappuccino than it was to get a tall and at that point it's like it's already expensive it's still gonna be like five well i mean at that point it's about three dollars but still it's just one of those things like it's already an expensive thing and that's kind of why they're doing it and i think that's why they don't care that just anybody can use this coupon code as opposed to certain people because like starbucks is a luxury brand people don't want to admit it but it is it's one of those, like, if we can get all the common rabble to come get their coffee here on certain days, I'm saying that a little facetiously, then at least we're still making money despite how expensive our drinks are. So, you know, I think that's kind of Starbucks is the Macy's of coffee. Whoa. <laughs> When's our parade? Heck yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, that's a very valid, like, concern to have about it. And let's hope Chick-fil-A doesn't go down that right even though Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A and Zaxby's are, I would consider them the more expensive of fast food chains. So that's also completely yeah, they're valid. on the higher end of fast food, I would say. But yeah, <laughs> I'm still gonna eat it. Like, <laughs> but the app, yeah. If if the store has a good app, I would definitely encourage you to try it. Mm. I think it's a great thing. You get to skip lines. You get free stuff every once in a while. And like I said, when I get a Chick Fil A gift card for Christmas or something. You say when. Uh, actually, no, when is accurate because that is... This oh, that's like my number one request. I'm like, just give me a Chick-fil-A gift card. Taxes, Chick-fil-A gift card for you. Pretty but yeah, I'll just immediately put it onto the app and transfers the funds. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have to lose this or accidentally throw it away or something. I remember I did that for Zaxby's once. You did that for I was Zaxby's. so mad at myself. You were very <laughs> distraught. I remember you called me about it. Like, out of the blue, like, dude, just threw away my Zaxby's gift card. 
I get the <laughs> stupid cardboard bit. I'm such an idiot. Like basically, I mean, like, I'm kind of punching <laughs> I up the a wrong bit. half of it. <laughs> yeah, you did, and like, I, I mean, I laughed at you, but I felt that pain. Like, I, I knew, I know that pain. It sucks. And humans are one of the few animals that can really feel empathy. <laughs> that's what really separates us from the animals is being real pissed off when you throw away your. Gift and the card. empathy was not for the chicken. It was for the for the guy who threw away the gift card. <laughs> now, real quick, so you're telling me a good gift for you. A good gift for you in general is a Chick-fil-A gift card. So you're telling me those Kmart gift cards I'm getting you you don't really like? Is that <laughs> is that what I'm feeling? Like, Oh, I'm liking those. Okay. Because I know those are like, when the U.S. switches from the gold standard to the Kmart gift card standard, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was thinking about that again the other day and about the poor uh, employee that mom accidentally terrorized into trying to get her the crazy amount of gift cards that we wanted to do for oh, your brother's Josh gift. Josh might listen to this well, and we still can surprise him with we it. We still can, but it's it's somehow, I'm not going to spoil it, but if you're listening, Kmart employee, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, mom, I understand that you had a point, if you're even still listening, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I understand you had a point, but also, they're closing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give him a break, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, like um, I, I can't go any further, obviously, because again, yeah, your brother might might be listening. So, uh, hello. We like to gift Kmart gift cards between the two of us and potentially the three of us. But that's that's the joke about that one. Uh, they usually it's going out of business, so those gift cards are useless. Yeah, it's it's almost. it's really it's really just a <laughs> it's prank. Funny. It's it's funny to us, and it's at the expense of Kmart. It's kind of a mean joke to be honest. But uh, yeah, we get dollar gift cards. Literally, just like, just really? a dollar. Really? We spend that dollar to buy another gift card, and usually, like, I still have to pony up like six cent for the tax. <laughs> so it's may not even cover the plastic <laughs> it rarely does but yeah it's like even then like and like that they're dying breed we we can't we can only keep this joke up for so much longer but no but the the app i think i will get the zaxby's app because i already go often enough i'll try that one yeah I, I looked at it a long time ago and it wasn't good but maybe they've rehashed it since then i would like to try that one again oh um, uh something related ahead. to the craft beers when i worked at Amaclola, we used to carry craft beers in store or at, at the restaurant. And to be honest, probably the best thing about the restaurant was that we had a lot of local Appalachian brewed beers. And we had a handful from North Carolina that were from there as well. And they're among like our very popular and requested beers. I think they were high wire or it was like tightrope themed. I think it's called high wire. Speaking of North Carolina craft brews, there's one by the name of Red Oak Brewery. Mm-hmm. And I will say those are definitely a top five beer that I've ever had. Hmm. Okay. Just to throw out there. We Keep used, going. We used to have a cidery near Helen that was a uh, oh bulldog cidery. And honestly, dude, that was some real good cider. Um, they had a peach cider that we carried in store or in restaurant that people really liked. And once they folded, their people were not so happy that we didn't carry it anymore. But that's <laughs> kind of the danger when you have craft beers and stuff like that. Like, it's not always going to be around. I do remember my last note about Chick-fil-A now. Okay. So they're getting rid of the Chick-fil-A cow calendar, and I love that thing. Oh, that's right. That's the only reason we even started talking about this, essentially, was because of that calendar being retired. Sort of, yeah, I guess so. And Cole here thinks that they're retiring the calendar because they're getting, they're running out of ideas How for the stupid cows. How many times can you make a picture of a cow look like a world leader, especially in today's political market. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> There's too much in, in stock for this. Uh, get it stock because uh, 
animals. Beast stock. Beast stock. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I know. I I thought they were a cute idea at first, and then I think even like as a child, I think I was like looking through them at uh, Chick Fil A because you're waiting in line. Essentially, it's kind of like no a little. Who cares about the pictures? Yeah. They just want the little calendar card where you get free stuff. See, I would actually argue and that a free cookie people, on your birthday. Some people. I think you get that still on the app though. Actually, did get it on purpose. For the the cute cow. Those are the same people that will resort back to like the little cat calendars where they're hanging on to the rope and stuff. See, I cut hang out, in there, kitty. I cut you out the middleman. <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. I cut out the middleman. I just have my cat just hanging around, like, <laughs> like holding with his. You may want to specify with his paws. <laughs> And I don't do this. <laughs> I don't like this joke anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm going to abandon it like all my other ones. But, yeah, like, I don't care for the cow. It's just one of those things that, like, I get it. They're cows. They're silly. Like, I, it's just really contrived to me at this point. And, eat like, more chicken. Eat blah, more blah, chicken. Blah. You don't have to tell me that again. Like, I'm going to still turn around and go get a burger after this. Watch. They're a cute mascot, but I, I for you one, know, I think hurt. if they expanded into turkey, I think they could do good. Like, if they had a turkey burger on the menu. Arby's? Just, um, just give it a whirl. No, not Arby's. I'm talking about Chick-fil-A. I know, but... Arby's. Arby's has turkey, but it's like deli sliced turkey. It's still hot. I'm talking about a thick patty of turkey. You know what? I had the other day that I actually enjoyed what Subway. <laughs> I actually like Subway pretty good, except for the fact that I hate their pricing because it's very vague and hidden. Like if you order the Coca Combo, is it's never the right brand. price. You hear the song so many times: five, five dollar, five dollar foot long, whatever. Any, 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 and. Apparently, it's a bunch of Garbo. Well, they got rid of it. Yeah. But now they're bringing it back. I'm like, oh, so what was wrong with the past five years? Did the economy just five, magically go up and down? Five years. Five years this was retired. I should have abandoned that joke, too, actually. But this is a new segment where I'm just going to call out the dumb jokes I say if I should have kept going with them or not. We'll see how far that goes before I abandon it, too. hey Yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know why I decided to share that. I, I have never, ever, ever in my life ever decided, like, man, I really want a sandwich, and I decided to pay somebody to make it for me. I don't know why. Well, I do like sandwiches from some places way better than making my own. They do taste substantially better, even though it's just a sandwich. It tastes a lot better than whatever you make at home. Well, that's because anything... Whatever I make at home. The best tasting meal is one you did not cook for yourself. Uh, I'm well, no, it's not that. It's because I don't have fresh tomatoes and lettuce and banana peppers and all that junk that I like to have on my sandwich, but I don't go through enough of it to justify buying it. I Much less the process to actually make it. I suppose that that <laughs> is true, I guess. I guess that's valid because what even is a banana pepper? I don't know. But, uh, exactly. I don't use. I don't use that. I'm pretty anything, sure it's for pizza just, and sandwiches. I think they're just putting a banana on there and just like laughing at us. To be honest. And no, <laughs> I already did my one time doing research this episode. I'm not doing it anymore. La la la. My <laughs> I can't hear you. Uh, well, I still have my surprise topic on here. Bring up. Oh too. yeah, you might as well hit me with it. I've literally eaten away at my stomach lining. Sure. Afraid yeah. of it. Yep. Yep. So it's actually not directed towards you. It's really directed towards the audience, but you'll catch on to it. Uh-huh. Now, don't get me wrong. There's something directed towards you at the end. Oh, anyway, so I thought it'd be nice on this episode to teach people the art of cold shoulder texting, right? So if someone texts you, it doesn't matter if they're your friend, they're your family, mm-hmm. or you don't even know them, right? If they text you and for some reason you don't feel like you want to text back, don't. You just, <laughs> you just see. 
The trick is you have to keep your red receipts on. That's what really throws people off. Oh. Keep your red receipts mm. on. When you see the message come through, you read it. You can even pull down the drop through and read it without actually opening it uh-huh. and leave it unopened for like 24 hours. Okay. They'll be left wondering. They'll be like, did he read it? Did he open it? Is he dead? You know, right? And you never have to respond. You never have to man up and be like, hey, I don't want to do this or hey, I just don't feel like talking right now. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me... I'm really busy like watching YouTube videos right now. Huh. I can't sustain a conversation. <laughs> I'm look. I'm literally looking through our text conversations because I feel like this is a call out post. <laughs> I've done this to you many times. I've done this to everybody in my contacts. Okay, so I'm you're calling sure. yourself out on it. Oh, I do this to everybody. Okay. that's the whole reason I keep my red receipts on. My fiance could could vouch for me. She's. I've done it to her probably. I've done it to uh, my brother. I've done it to my parents. I've done it to you. You've done <laughs> it to me. Yeah. See. Okay. The reason why I thought this was directed towards me is one because why wouldn't it be? But I also do a very similar thing in which there are times where very i don't keep my read receipts on just for like personal reasons i just don't do it like oh that's where you messed up no 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 no. i have to have plausible deniability sometimes because for the most part i forget to respond i your boy does not have a very good memory in the least bit i'll look at it i have to literally like keep it to where like unless i open up the text and respond to it the notification doesn't go away just because I will completely forget about it. I'll forget that I'm texting somebody. I only really have enough energy to text one person really at a time during the day or just extensively. Like I, if anything, because of the fact that you've moved away and how dare you do this, but it's to further your career or something. God, um, I now like have exclusively you are you have become number one person in that I ding 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 like ding, ding. do my on the phone talking to because of the fact that like I live with my girlfriend we don't talk on the True. phone that much so like I'll also say I prefer to just call someone and talk on the phone than I do oh, text God it's awful no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk on the phone very well uh, or easily and and because of that or for, at, for long periods of time say about. Mm, well, let me look down real quick for no real reason. About 55 minutes straight. Uh, for this reason alone, we decided <laughs> to go into podcasting. I can't imagine why. Yeah, because I'll forget the text. There are also times where I'm purposely doing it because I don't really know how something turned out. Because, like, there was a... Well, you just don't know how to respond or something. You just don't know how to respond. Or you don't love the way that that person said something. And I'll also do this with, like, landladies or managers i won't do it if they're like hey come in or something like that you know sometimes but if my friends ask me to hang out and i don't feel like telling them no oh my god you're I'll the leave worst them <laughs> i know oh I know. my I, god my, one of my friends let's call him john stamos john stamos <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends uh he, he's definitely texted me before and i've left it unread for a solid 36 hours like huh. three days Hold on, real quick. and it, he was like really why stamos? didn't you respond to me i'm like Oh, I, I never got it. I never saw that. Uh, and then I showed it to him. I was like, oh, here it is. It's on my phone. Who knew? Weird. <laughs> it it doesn't work past, like, past 24 hours. I got, it's, it's a little hard to uh I got a parent lock on it. I don't know. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't know how to turn no, it off. No, but uh, I do have a second surprise topic for you real quick. Oh, good. This one is directed at you, and uh, you're going to hate it. Oh, God, no. So this week we're doing... Hardly had. I knew it. Coming back this week. And this week we're doing cold showers because Cole didn't think of anything else to do. You got five seconds. Five. Oh, that's not fair. Five seconds is horseshit. Two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Zero. Cold showers this week. Yes. Episode 
10, we're going to come back and we're going to tell you how the cold showers went. Man, I thought I had something, but you were counting and it made me stressed out. And if Cole doesn't do it, then we get to put up a video of me putting a pie in his face or something. Uh, good luck catching me. I'm a gonna, pie with acid. I'm going to ghost you. I feel like he'd rather do the pie thing than to take the cold showers for a week. Well, actually, here's the thing. Funny you mentioned that. Our thermostat's a little busted, so you know what? That doesn't sound too bad right now. It's a lot of shit. I'm in the basement. It's the so, only climate-controlled yeah. region. Ultimately, I'm not sure how many Hardly Habits we've actually done in these new episodes, but it's something I would like to have every once in a while, where we pick out something that may be good, may be bad, mm. but most people don't do it. There's a, a mystique that surrounds it, right? Um, and we're going to try it out for you guys, and we're going to report back the next week. And so this will possibly be our first one. I think we tried a reading one, reading 30 minutes every day. Oh, and I didn't, no. But you didn't do it every day. You said it on the episode. It was the one episode I actually I did four to. out of seven you days or something lie. like that. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're doing cold showers this week. The important thing is I just it. didn't do it at all. Yeah, we might as well try it, or at least they'll be colder than they normally are because it's hot as all get out. But, yeah, I guess I can do that if I remember. All right. So I guess now we can move on to the poppy tarts. I don't know what that is, but we can start the Pop-Tart segment, if that's what you're referring to. It's the new poppy seed-flavored one. No, not really. <laughs> oh, fun. All right, let's go. Ooh, a sesame seed-covered Pop-Tart might be good, though. It's a bagel, but uh, let's go ahead and... Oh, a cream <laughs> cheese-filled Pop-Tart with sesame oh. seeds on top. This is interesting. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. You listening, Kellogg's? Hey, <laughs> Kellogg's, get at us. Have your people call our people. Uh, let's go warm up our <laughs> Pop-Tarts. All right, sir, here's your meal. Have a good day. Cowabunga, dude. All right, so, strawberry. Yeah, strawberry, 100%. Okay, we, <laughs> let's... We'll back up and we'll explain ourselves. Yeah. We we went ahead and ate the pop tarts a little bit beforehand, so you don't have to hear us chewing and yeah, drinking. Yeah, I got tired of We've editing. Had some complaints it. about that by one of our other audience members. Yeah. I eat cold. Yeah, <laughs> we, some of our audience members each other to each other. Why do you chew so loud? I hate you. <laughs> While I'm editing, I'm like, God, Cole, you chew so loud. <laughs> Same, like your fancy mic that you got just picks up every freaking chew. And, mm, 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 mm. and I'm like, I hate this. I want to die. <laughs> so that's why I just love to listen to in my headphones. <laughs> and it was also like an episode that was very heavily like there's a lot of editing it's always at the end so you're like done editing you're like i'm done. like mentally done <laughs> but not quite physically done and then at that point i was just like oh, i just re- would rather die all right all right let's give let's give chocolatey salted caramel some respect here we're just blowing it over yeah like it so the two for this week is strawberry versus chocolatey salted caramel chocolatey salted caramel is one of the it's not limited edition it's just one of the new ones that are out right now and naturally because it's a new one it's out in the family pack so you gotta buy a bunch of them and so we, we have, have a bunch a of Pop-Tarts that, that are going to need a good home. Not exactly our favorite. Yeah, they're going to need a good home. I'm probably going to take them to work and literally just ditch them. <laughs> In the arms of an angel. I'm surprised you got the lyrics right. Um, we need to adopt these Pop-Tarts for just $3 a month. You can save all these Pop-Tarts lives. Oh, man. <laughs> My teeth are hurting. But, yeah, so. Let's talk about the good yeah, things. Let's, let's, let's give it a little bit of a, a sunny note, right? All right. It. So the, I, the, 
the, oh, the filling looks like dog's <laughs> Sorry. Were you saying good thing? That's the sunny note. <laughs> That's the good thing. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. There is a good thing. It was something you brought up about eating the hot one that I did not understand until I bit into the hot one myself. Yeah, so I was eating the hot one, and initially it does not have a great taste. It's not bad taste, not great taste. It's a weird mouth. And at the end of it, like the aftertaste is not that good either. But in the midst of all the chewing of the warm... Warmed up, chocolatey, salted caramel variety. It's actually quite it's, blissful. It's it, a great. It, it's very dessert-like. It tastes great, but it's only in the midst of your chewing, like at the end of your your bite and at the beginning of your bite. It's not so good. It's not terrible. It's and... just like that middle part or that middle moment, rather. It, like imagine a bell curve. Is the only blissful part. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like because I was sitting there like chewing, and then eventually it hit. I'm like, man, this is actually good. And then it's just like, eh, well... Kinda. I'm not sure. Yeah, because like then the like second guessing occurs. But you know what is terrible? That same pop tart. Oh cold. my god! Straight <laughs> out of the pack, I opened it and I just went ahead and took a couple bites. And I was like, wow, this is not great. I've got a feeler. I've got a feeler question mm-hmm. for you. Would you rather eat that one or would you rather eat cinnamon rolls? <laughs> I think it goes. To be honest, I want not I sweet cinnamon roll because you were the one out of the two of us that was like really mean to cinnamon roll they're still waiting for their so you think chocolatey salted caramel is the worst one so far i don't think it's the worst one uh what do you think was the worst yeah now that that you mention it um i'll list them out for you we've had blueberry s'mores brown sugar cinnamon chocolate fudge chocolatey salted caramel strawberry cinnamon roll unfrosted strawberry cherry wildberry raspberry and chocolate peanut butter. And you can only pick half of those because half of those you put through. <laughs> Look at you actually looking up the thing before we sit there and you're like, hold on, what's the thing again? One, I wasn't a huge fan of chocolate fudge. I don't think I, I don't think that. either of us were. And I thought it was it was better than I thought it would be though. Yeah, I just I was up against brown sugar cinnamon, which wasn't fair. Cinnamon roll at least still reminded me of a cinnamon roll for the most part. There are other parts where it just kind of missed the mark altogether. Cinnamon roll might be the worst one, to be honest. Well, I will say, this one did give a strong note of salt. Yeah, this one at least had that. Like, the the white flakes on top, it's not sugar. It's definitely, like, I don't know if it's, like, honestly got salt, but it's definitely, like... There's a salty taste to it. They did pretty well imitating that. Yeah, I think so, too. Because, like, we're actually... We have a salted caramel foam drink out right now at Starbo, and, like, that's kind of, like, it's reminiscent of that in pastry form, I guess. And I get that salt and caramel pair well, and that's the point. Like, at the same time, we can't exactly judge this based off of the one moment where it's good, and then for the rest of it, like, cold is just really... Dude, did you just drink some milk? I'm away from the microphone. Mine. Okay, good. I was about to say, because, like, oh, that was awful. Keep going. You were on the roll. Yeah, I was <laughs> until I heard your nasty milk drinking. Um, Bart, what was I saying? Yeah, like, we can't judge it for the one time it's good, because... Because strawberry was good all the time. Strawberry's good all the time. Strawberry <laughs> is one of the few Pop-Tarts that I think I like cold just as good as I like warm, and I'm a very big advocate for warm Pop-Tarts. Yeah. If you tell me you eat cold Pop-Tarts, you're dead oh, to me. Oh, well, <laughs> like... And Cole, you you just rose from the dead recently. Like you were dead to me for a while. I'm very much a. I know how I am. I'm just gonna grab a pack and go. So I'm pretty much. It's not that I choose to do so. I just don't give myself enough time to enjoy Pop Tarts in their original 
ideal intended yeah, state. intended state exactly but uh we're wearing two different headsets y'all when we do this and like he might <laughs> think he's slick getting away from the one that y'all can hear but i can still hear it and it's awful and i have auto i have an auditory processing disorder that all i can think about now is that awful awful milk drinking <laughs> well you'll be glad to know i finished oh it. good thank god and it's not even that it's milk it's just i hear the gulp and it's, so yeah this is a very clear one to me uh, chocolate salted caramel does have that very good part in the middle which i would say it's worth a shot trying if you like chocolatey salted caramel if you like caramel go if give you it have a roll. no if you have no inhibitions about how sugary of pastry you want to consume if you have kids give it to them they're gonna eat it I, if you're getting ice cream yeah, sure go put it in your like, ice cream <laughs> i think we say that with every bad pop tart we have is throw it in ice cream that might fix it every like very desserty one actually i think the trend is i don't think we really like the chocolate based breading part you know what i'm talking about you know because we tend to and this one's a chocolate based breading as Mm -hmm. well it is chocolate so if you like those maybe you'll like chocolatey salted caramel but there is one (laughs) that i know that has the chocolatey bread base that i know that i like is cookies and cream so Mm. i know that i have the capacity to enjoy it but at this moment it just there's no like it's pretty okay like i'm sitting here like just dogging on it real hard but it's but it's because of the this is your cinnamon this is roll. my cinnamon roll I think and just like uh, I don't know about this because it's just really not good cold and I know that I'm gonna eat it cold it's super desserty I tend to not really like dessert ones too much and then at least cinnamon roll was good while it was hot kind of all the way through to me except for the crunchy icing that was kind of weird this one is good literally like chew 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 mmm choo 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 <laughs> hmm. and that's just a really weird thing for me and like <laughs> so like and there's no way that this beats strawberry there's no way at all like no no it, it, it got the short in the stick it was the uh it was the top pick versus the the lowest pick you know they were pitted against each other it's quite literally like a, it was a brand new one out the gate that literally got dropped recently Versus one that's been around from the start. It was like his first day at school. He had his lunchbox and everything. I was like, oh, hey, guys. And Strawberry just comes over there and punches him in the face, takes his lunch. He didn't even bring lunch money, but he finds some, and he steals <laughs> it from him, right? Or just like <laughs> you're playing a game, and somebody who is much higher leveled comes around, and you just started, and they just trounce you. No <laughs> bones about it. Like You ain't even got any good loot to drop because you just started. It, it really was an unfair matchup. But I'm kind of in the same way. That's all right. That's what the first column yeah. is for. So with this, this concludes actually our first column. And I'll post the updated bracket up on Facebook when we post this uh, podcast. And you'll be able to see. So that's that's what this first column was supposed to do. It's supposed to weed out the crap. You know, this <laughs> crap. Is, uh, Calc- hey, Kellogg's. <laughs> this was Calc 1 and Calc 2 at like MIT or Georgia Tech or whatever. It's, it's weeding out the people who weren't quite there. Hey, Kellogg's, right? we really like Pop-Tarts. You'd <laughs> love this segment that we're doing. We talk about how half your stuff is crap. like. <laughs> but the other half is great. Yeah, keep doing the stuff you've always been doing. Innovation is terrible, and we're done. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter mates in the next round, and we still have some newcomers to try. The next column, I think, will be a lot tougher to judge. I think there will be some stiff competition. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you're looking at strawberry versus unfrosted brown sugar cinnamon. That's going to be tough. That one is going to be tough. I do agree with that. I'm. There's going to be a lot of tough ones, I'm I think. really not looking forward to the second bracket, to be honest. We're actually going to start making hard decisions. And I'm kind of tired of Pop-Tarts. Yeah, I'm getting... <laughs> Never thought uh, I'd oh say that. Oh, my God, I'm so Pop-Tarted out. Like, <laughs> I'm Pop-Tooted. Oh, you know, 
I don't love it, but I mean, it at worked. this point, I just think we're beating a horse with a stick. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a made-up colloquialism. I mean, we're we're just it, it sounds it sounds authentic. We're smacking around you know? the horse uh, <laughs> with a piece of straw. You know, we're just throwing tobacco leaves at the horse's mouth. See, this is easy, man. <laughs> what? Uh, why do people like? We just make up colloquialisms all day. You say words in a row, and then you made a sentence. But I do think this typically with a rural aspect. Oh yeah, you definitely got to talk about like farming or something. Yeah, you you definitely couldn't do like a New York City thing. Couldn't be like, oh, we're just putting steel I beams on a building. Oh, you are doing this. Is my sidewalk, and I'm gonna walk (laughs) on it. (laughs) This is literal. Um, Not my taxi, not my problem. You know what I say? Wait, not my taxi. (laughs) Uh, But you know, I think this does conclude this part of the pop tart bracket. We are gonna we're we got uh, honey. A storm's a coming. I'm gonna revitalize MTV real quick. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna throw out a music video. A lot of times, people they know the song, but they've never seen the music video because you know we're kind of out of that generation now. MTV doesn't necessarily show it. People don't watch MTV. Whatever. So I saw a music video that I'd previously not seen before, and I thought it was so mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> but you should see it. It's we're not gonna take it by Twisted Sister. Oh man, hold on. Isn't that that kid that's at home <laughs> and like he like. They just come in and start The trashing. dad's, like, portrayed as, like, this crazy, like, ex-army yeah, dad Yeah, I've something. seen that. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah, check it's, that out. It's, it's pretty it's funny. It's a pretty good music video. That's probably the yeah. only thing about Twisted Sister I can even stomach. Yeah, so I guess that's it for this episode, and we'll see you next week on our next one. Thank you for listening. This is Catch Up With Crab Thanks Legs. Thanks for catching up with Crab Legs. Oh, that's Legs. good. I like that. So? And Coley. Well, I, I guess, would I be the catch up? <laughs> They're catching up with because crab legs and I'm, Coolio. You're just catching up with crab legs. It's a it's a misnomer, I think, but it's our misnomer to keep and to love. But until then, we'll talk at y'all later. All right, guys. So we're excited to tell you that we are now kind of sponsored by Aud- uh, Audible, not Audacity. Uh, if we were to get sponsored by Audacity, they'd have to work on their program a little bit, make it a little bit nicer because I've had too many issues. But... We are now sponsored by Audible, and we are excited to tell you that because we have a code that we're going to put in the description on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever. And if you go through us, you can get a free trial for 30 days, and we'll get a slight kickback for that. That would be great for us, great for you. Uh, We'd like to offer you a product that we ourselves think that we would like to use. Uh, Maybe we wouldn't necessarily want to pay for it, but maybe you do. Uh, So we talk about books a lot on the show, here and there, whatever. And I like to provide something that I think would be beneficial for some audience members. If you think that would be something good for you, we would really appreciate it if you go through us, click our link in the description or wherever you find it, and we'll get a slight kickback. You get a 30-day trial. And if you want to, as long as you cancel it within 30 days, it'll be free. If you want to continue it, that's totally up to you, and you can look into that more yourself. But I think if you're Amazon Prime, it's a little bit cheaper or something. But yeah, please look out for that. And uh, support us. If you want to try the Audible, you can support us as well. And we'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you stay tuned, you can listen to that uh, <laughs> drive through crab fast food restaurant thing all put together if you want to hear it all together. I'll put that on after this. Thanks again, guys. Hello. Welcome to Coolio's Crab House. The only crab house where you can grab your crab in under five minutes. And as always, with ketchup, man, take your order. Uh, yeah, uh, can I have, um, uh, uh, can I have a minute to look at the menu? Sure, let me know when you're ready. Excuse me, I think I'm ready to order now. Finally. What would you like, sir? 
uh, real quick, um, how many come on the uh, five-piece crispy crab cakes? That would be five, sir. Oh, uh, righteous, right. Uh, can I get the five-piece crispy crab cakes? Yes, sir. And would you like to make that a meal? Oh, uh, righteous. Uh, cheer. And what would you like to drink with that? Uh, d- do you have any craft sodas here? No, sir. We have cooked products. Ugh, so mainstream. Can you do, like, three-fourths Coke, one-fourths Sprite, and a little bit of high C on top? Oh, wait, specifically? Purple. Sure, I can do that for you, sir. That'll be seven fifty-nine, or for a dollar more, you can try our Cajun crispy crab meat. Uh, no thanks. That'll be all. All right, sir, here's your meal. Have a good day. Welcome to Coleo's Crab House, the only crab house where you can grab your crab in under five minutes, and as always, with ketchup, may I take your order? Uh, yeah. Uh, can I have a, um, uh, uh, can I have a minute to look at the menu? Sure. Let me know when you're ready. Excuse me. I think I'm ready to order now. <sighs> Finally. What would you like, sir? Uh, uh, real quick, um, how many come on the, uh, five-piece crispy crab cakes? That would be five, sir. Oh, uh, righteous, right. Uh, can I get the five-piece crispy crab cakes? Yes, sir, and would you like to make that a meal? Oh, uh, righteous, uh, cheer. And what would you like to drink with that? Uh, d- do you have any craft sodas here? No, sir, we have cooked products. Ugh, so mainstream. Can you do, like, three-fourths Coke, one-fourths Sprite, and a little bit of high C on top? Oh, wait, specifically? Purple. Sure, I can do that for you, sir. That'll be seven fifty-nine, or for a dollar more, you can try our Cajun crispy crab meat. Uh, no thanks. That'll be all. All right, sir, here's your meal. Have a good day. Cowabunga, dude. (laughs) 